What's good, guys? It's the Rolling Stoner Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Rowland. It's another beautiful day here in Ocean City, Maryland. The sun is out. The temperature is nice. It's humid as fuck. I'm getting tanner than a motherfucking rotisserie chicken at a Boston market. And the date right now is June 8th uh, in the NBA playoffs. Last night, the Brooklyn Nets smoked the Bucks, uh, 125 to 86. And the Phoenix Suns won against the Denver Nuggets, uh, 122 to 105. Good shit, Suns. They're doing really well. They beat the Lakers, which I'm very happy about. And they're moving on in the playoffs. Uh, in other sports, in the world of boxing, Floyd Mayweather had an exhibition round against YouTube star Logan Paul. And uh, if you're not familiar with the two fighters, let me just summarize it for you. You got Floyd Mayweather, who is arguably the best defensive boxer of all time. A multi-divisional world champion of boxing. Has gone 50-0 and 0, undefeated in professional boxing. And I will give him, he is 44 years old and retired. So he's kind of out of practice a little bit. But he's going against a YouTuber who's kind of jacked, and he's fought a British guy twice. That's the equivalent of a frat guy fighting against a really old grizzly bear. Like, yeah, you kind of hope that the frat guy wins. But you, you have never seen a grizzly bear lose the boxing match. And you have seen the frat guy get his ass beat twice. So everyone like kind of knew where this boxing match was going, but a lot of people watched. Uh, and Logan Paul did pretty all right. I I consider myself an expert at getting his ass beat, and in my professional opinion, Logan Paul held his own against Mayweather. All right, the guy lasted eight rounds. He got some good hits on on Floyd, and he also took some hits from Floyd. There was there was one time that I'm pretty sure Floyd knocked him out and like carried him back up as he was like regaining consciousness like his knees kind of gave out but other than that he lasted all eight rounds he got a couple good hits on the second rounds but that was just floyd letting him do that kind of letting him you know waste all his energy and then floyd just fucking played with him for the next six rounds but overall logan logan paul had some good form he looked a lot he looked like he kind of had strategy uh, when fighting, except for like when he fought against KSI, like it just looked like fucking two frat guys fighting in a fucking arena. Like I've seen better fights in my own, you know, fraternities fight nights, uh, boxing matches and shit. But overall, good fight to watch. I'm glad I didn't pay for it though. Uh, in other recent news, it is officially senior week here in Ocean City. Uh, for y'all who are unfamiliar with the Maryland tradition of Senior Week, uh, it's when, after graduation, seniors celebrate their first week of adult freedom by getting belligerently drunk on the beach. Some people go down to like North Carolina, uh, but for the people who actually like want an affordable vacation where they can do shit, they go to Ocean City. And I've already seen the first victim claimed by Senior Week. It was this... Uh, I was driving around uh, last night, just getting some food with some friends, and I looked on the side of 
just coastal highway, there was just this girl completely passed out, like on the sidewalk. There was people who were, like gathering around her and like calling nine one one, but like her feet were in the bike lane. She looked like she was completely just done. And I think I think it was probably alcohol poisoning, because when I came back after I got food, uh, there was like two ambulances and five cop cars. So I think it was just she got way too drunk. Because that's the problem with senior week is that you have all these sheltered kids who busted their asses in high school, got into the colleges they wanted to, and now they finally had time and the opportunity to go celebrate all the hard work they did. But because of all that hard work and you know pushing through, they never had a chance to drink some alcohol because they were good little kids. And because of that, they don't know how to handle their liquor and how much to go. So they think, oh, you know, I'll just uh, drink a bottle of rum tonight. And they try to, and they get way too fucked up, way too fast. And then they end up on the side of the road, passed out. All right? You don't want that to happen to you. You got to remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. If you try to sprint an entire marathon, you know what's going to happen to you? You're going to end up passed out on the side of the road, just like how that girl from senior week did. All right? So know your limits. Know your pace. You know, steady. Just balance it, man. That's that's really it. You don't want to be tipping the scales way too fast. That's how you fuck yourself over. But overall, it's a pretty good senior week. It's the public school kids right now. Next week will be the private school kids. And then the week after that will be even more public school kids. Because uh, I heard I hear the high school like sports teams, their seasons aren't done yet. So the athletes will be coming after their sports seasons. Uh, which is just another type of graduation for athletic kids. I remember when I was finished with wrestling, uh, I felt like a new man. It's like release from a prison sentence. Uh, but anyway, uh, upcoming this week, uh, the TV show Loki comes out. I'm very excited for it. I like these MCU uh, TV shows so far. WandaVision was incredible i loved how they gave tribute to the vision series with the family setting um in the suburbia but they really dug in the wanda max Moss's uh inner conscience because she's a very interesting character that has so much character development that they just plowed through and it was a very ex very well executed I think it portrayed mental illness pretty well. She had a fucking total mental breakdown. And yeah, I would, I also compare my life to that of a plot of a sitcom. So I understood where she was coming from. And then Captain America. Goddamn. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Amazing ass show. I love that so much. The action was incredible. I already loved all those characters because the Captain America trilogy is one of my favorite of the uh, MCU. And Falcon and Winter Soldier are kind of two of my favorite characters. And I really loved it. I loved how they also included Baltimore. Uh, there's not enough representation of that city in media anyway. So I loved how they got, had a character, uh, Isaiah Bradley, from it. And I loved how they're slowly building steps to the Young Avengers. You can tell. 
because Ant-Man's daughter grew up because of the time jump. Uh, there's going to be a new Hawkeye, uh, who Katie Bishop, she's going to be in the new series that's coming up. You got Patriot, uh, who's Isaiah Bradley, Elijah Bradley's grandson, who you saw him in the show. And he looks like he could beat some asses. And then, especially if he, like, has the soldier serum in his DNA because of Elijah. He, like, kind of strong. Maybe he's just, like, really good at basketball. I don't know. He was playing basketball in the show. That's the only athletic shit you've seen him do. But this is the next TV show, Loki. I'm very excited. It has a concept to do time travel. It's basically a Doctor Who of the MCU. And I really like the time travel comic book TV show genre. There already was one with Legends of Tomorrow, which was on the CW. And yeah, it was kind of campy because it's a CW show. But I enjoyed it. I watched it when I was in middle school and high school when I was kind of more of a sucker for those campy writing shows. Uh, the MCU's writing's a lot better quality, which I like now that I'm more of an adult. I'm a more sophisticated man, and I need better writing than just cliched CW show tropes. God. But Loki, I think, is going to lead right into Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Because either Loki's going to fuck up the timeline so much that there's so many alternate realities that they got to call in the big leagues. Or Loki's going to run into Wanda, who's going to be like power hungry or something and fuck up the timeline. Or Wanda and Doctor Strange are working together and they got to go against Loki. I don't know. It could go so many different ways. I got to watch the episodes to find out. That's all my speculations today. Anyway, got a good good episode for y'all today. We're going to learn about how to change a bike tire for our fun fact of the day. And then, I don't know what we're going to do for the debate yet. I'm still working on that. But you'll know what the debate is when you listen to the rest of this episode. So, I'm not going to spoil it for you. You can figure it out when you get there. But stay tuned. And uh, I'll be right back. I gotta go take a piss. But yeah, no, I, I definitely suggest living in Ocean City when you're like 20 or 21. Because um, you're still like young and shit. Mm-hmm. And still make stupid mistakes. And also live off of peanut butter sandwiches every day. Dude, yeah. It, it seems like the life. Yeah. And I also just got bored of Towson. Like, just... It's so boring. I'm sitting there all day with like my thumb up my ass. Like I don't know what to <laughs> fucking do. I did everything in high school. So now it's if like... I'm not working, I, I literally sit there all day at home. Just, just doing nothing. It's so boring. It's kind of nice, like, having your parents make meals and shit, though. That, I, it I is, always love that part. Yeah, well, yeah, we're making dinner tonight. I don't know what we're having. Because um, I've been trying to hit the gym recently. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been trying to just get back in shape. Yeah. So, like, we're going to try to grill some chicken tonight. Okay. With some asparagus. What else we got? We're going to have some lettuce or some salad. Okay. What type of, like, what type of salad guy are you? Are you a Caesar salad or are you, like, more ranch? So I, like, I used to hate Caesar, mm-hmm. but no, I, I fuck with it. You fuck with it? Like at work, I'll either get, if I have to buy food, which I don't like to do, like at the snack bar, because it's like, what's the point? 
Yeah. I'm working here to make money, and then I spend it all here. Like, it's stupid. I would just steal from the snack bar. Like, I would really? just go in. Well, the deal was, if you're stealing food, you have to make it yourself. So I just learned how to make fries and quesadillas. Well, I went to the uh, snack bar lady the other night. I was closing, and um, they were, like, they were closing their shop because they close, like, an hour before, like, the pool does. And they were, like, closing up, and I went into the... Uh, into the snack bar room, like, right by the window that she was about to close, and I was, like, I got in really high at work, because it was raining, so it was no- there was nothing to do. Was nothing to do. So I went up to her, and I was like, hey, like, what do you guys do with ice cream at the end of the day? My dumbass thought they fucking unplugged the freezer to not waste electricity, <laughs> and I didn't think, I thought they, like, didn't leave it on, so I'm fucking asking her, do they throw it away? And I was like, if so, can I get some before you throw it all away? And I was I don't know. I, she you probably looked at me. Get like, ice cream every day. Yeah, she probably looked at me like, "What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?" Because um, well, I I asked that because you know I don't know if you know who David Dobrik is. Yeah. But I like I fuck with like his vlog. Mm-hmm. I think they're funny. There was this one where they uh, go to Dunkin' Donuts when it closes and they throw out all the donuts. So, okay. Because they like get dry. Well, yeah, because that's bread and yeah. It's so I thought yeah I don't know I thought <laughs> that the ice cream because ice cream melts. <laughs> So I was just like, anyway, she gave me free ice cream because she's like, oh yeah, like the you freezer actually, thing. no, she was like, the freezer actually broke yesterday and these are ice creams that have melted and they were freezing back up again, but they're kind of melted, you can have them. Oh, that's dope. She yeah. still and, managed to get some ice cream. And you know what else I did? What? Like, what was it? I think on Wednesday it was, I was working and I got the cheesesteak egg rolls Ooh. for lunch there and she also made a cheesesteak on accident and gave it to me for free. Uh, I remember I one time, it's like 4th of July, my manager came in with a, just a giant like tub of sangria for the 4th of July party, but she had to keep it in the in the um, employee refrigerator, mm-hmm. and that thing went, like, like just would drop right. little by little That's funny. every, like, guard break. <laughs> Then I start looking around at the staff, and everyone, everyone has hydro flasks. <laughs> you know, just like put two to two together. All the, go- all the guards would be wobbling to the stands. Hmm, that's funny. But everyone was fucking drunk on the 4th of July weekend. Like the parents and shit. See, the guards in my pool, we like smoke before we go. Ooh, got the Which stone. Is nice. Which is nice. Yeah, because then they're, they they care a lot more about the, <coughs> the residents because they're a lot more paranoid of, mm-hmm. wait, what if someone drowns? All right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, f- speaking of drinking, <coughs> the fun fact of the day is the history of alcohol. Alcohol has been a tool and a product used for humanity throughout all the ages. You get alcohol by fermenting grains or fruits or, like, honey. So, mm-hmm. like... Beers from obviously yeast and grain. Wine is from the fruit of like grapes and shit. Mm-hmm. And then like whiskey's also from grain. But then like vodka's from like potatoes, I think. Vodka's from potatoes. Um, I've, I've, there's there's other stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. but basically, any like plant. Tequila's uh. Fucking... Oh, tequila's from this weird ass grass. Yeah. No, it's from it's from a plant. The agave plant. The agave something. plant. Something like that. Tequila's from one of those. Gotcha. Um, Amazon, Amazonian, yeah. yeah people, plants. people had learned to cultivate from plants and get them and get super fucked up off of it. Yeah, uh, it's actually date back the use of alcohol in human civilizations back like twelve thousand years, where like multiple ancient cultures were using alcohol. 
So the earliest case was uh, this ancient site in Turkey called uh, Gobekli Tepe, which is the first, it was actually the first sign of humans coming together and gathering uh, for like just anything. It was back like when the hunter-gatherers and once they all had food and stuff, they kind of settled down and they created alcohol and they used this site in order to create it, but then they also would party and have ceremonies. And this site predates the cultivation of agriculture. So that meant people were getting fucked up off of alcohol before they learned how to farm food. Wait, so what What, what was the date of this? Like 12,000 years ago, so... So, what would that... That would be B.C.? Yeah, like 2000... Something. No, that'd be like 10,000 10, BC. BC. Yeah. yeah, people were getting just they were getting fucked up. Yeah, that's what brought people together. Before we knew how to farm, we were getting uh-huh. fucked up. Because like alcohol, that's um, pretty cool. Alcohol, you know, increases your ambitions. So you gather around. You kind of want to be more mm-hmm. commonly like everyone. No one really wants to drink alone. Mm-hmm. Like drink alone is a very dark thing. But when you drink with people and stuff, it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. Like that's when you make your memories. So that was kind of what started society, in a way. It was just That's the, interesting. the wanting to have fun and get fucked up with your friends. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then... We did that before we farmed. Yeah. We literally... And then they learned how well, to farm after this, like, learning... How did they, like, make the alcohol, though? Like, so... so how What what was the alcohol, then? The alcohol... Was, so it, was it like mead? Be- yeah. It was, like, be- yeah, it was, like, mead from mixing water with honey and then just waiting for it to rot and then they drink it and it's fermented really? and then yeah then they dry up grapes and that's how they make wine that's what the egyptians did the egyptians had wine ancient india uh cultivated alcohol beverage from rice they called it sura uh the babylonians had a wine goddess and then really? even like ancient greeks used wine too but back then, alcohol was, wasn't that alcoholic. It was only like 1% or 3%, depending on what you want. I feel like I, I feel like back then it wasn't so much of a get fucked up, but I, I think it was more of like, let us, re- it was more of a celebratory thing. Yeah, because now. back then, you know, you're busting your ass every yeah. day uh-huh. to gather food and survive for the next day. So, and when you do that, you want to feel proud. So you have a drink that makes you feel a little bit good and appreciate what you've done. So it's very much a cold beer at the end of the day scenario. Then, uh, you know, they weren't getting too fucked up. But there were some ancient people who added hallucinogenic properties to really? the wine. Like mushrooms? And yeah, whatnot. mushrooms and that's, shit like that. Really cool. uh, Native Americans were smoking peyote back in the they day. They probably made um, the mushrooms thing like a soup, like a mushroom alcohol mm-hmm. soup. Yeah. They probably drank it yeah. and ate this. this That's shit. actually exactly what they did. Really? It was called the Illusion Mysteries. Wait and it's an ancient Greek ritual oh. that philosophers would do once a year. I heard peyote's fucking that's rough. Yeah, peyote takes you on a fucking trip. Like the only the only experience I have with peyote, and I know it sounds so bullshit, is from the movie Sausage Party when okay. The uh, the main character <laughs> is meeting with like the high the elders the yeah, elder food the elder at the supermarket foods, yeah. you know what I'm talking about the and they ones. smoke the pipe yep. yeah mm-hmm. and from that it I it looks crazy it looks mm-hmm. crazy yeah I don't know anyone that's done peyote I know a couple people that have done DMT which is just like a crazy ass trip in like 15 minutes who's yeah. literally like I'm gonna go to DMT I'll see you in 20 minutes and I'll tell you about it. Mm-hmm. 
And then he told me this story that lasted like two and a half hours of him trying to explain what he saw. Yeah. In 15 minutes. But anyway, this Illusion ritual uh, took place between like 15, uh, 1500 BC to about 4th century AD. And what happened was these Greek philosophers and also just other people in Greek society, it was a big tradition, would uh, go and drink from this hallucinogenic wine they called kukion. And then they'd just go and they'd trip. And they'd have really? a massive ego death. Because they, be- they believed in this idea that in order to live life to the fullest potential, you first have to experience death. And the closest way to do that was to trip out trip, yeah. and have an ego death. Okay. And then after that... Uh, people would go live on the rest of their lives pursuing their passions and what they actually wanted to do because they learned from this experience and they weren't allowed to tell anyone about what they saw or else they'd actually be executed and this is the same culture the same area where the arts were first inspired storytelling first began greek mythology is all throughout modern day got astronomy the birthplace of democracy and then the Olymp- uh, the Olympics, like all of this great culture. So all of this is from that, alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, started all this shit. That's so uh-huh. cool. That's the root that inspired all these events. That is, that completely influenced what Western society is built on. Well, I know. Um, What's interesting is this tradition got phased out in the fourth century because the cat the Roman Catholic Church was starting to gain a lot of power, and the Pope wanted to cut off. Like any other things, except for the priests to connect the people to God. So they wanted to become the middleman. And in order to do that, you had to cut off the people's spirituality. So they started outlawing this. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that's just nuts. Because, like, I, I, I personally like alcohol a lot. And, <laughs> yeah. I love like, alcohol. Like, at the end of the day, just to have a drink and just, mm-hmm. like, relax, to celebrate it's just still being here, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And just, like, still being able to, at the end of the day, be like, all right, I'll get a fresh start, you know what I mean? Just still breathing. Yeah. It's, like, crazy that, like, alcohol starting and finishing everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that's really interesting. It's cool how it takes everything full And circle. I think it's interesting how each culture has their own kind of alcohol. I think over all the years, like, how in the Scandinavian countries it's all vodka up mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And then down in Mexico it's tequila. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Europe I feel like it's a lot of wine. It's a lot of wine in, like, Southern Europe. Yeah. But then Northern Europe's kind of more bourbons, like whiskey. Yeah. Scotches. And then, um... But hard alcohol has actually only been around for a couple hundred years. Really? Yeah. Like, it's only been, like, since, like, the, like, 13th, 14th century that people have cultivated alcohol that's more in the percentage. Like, the Irish, they invented whiskey in the 14th century and then didn't invent anything else for the next 300 years. You can look on the Wikipedia page, Irish inventions, it's whiskey, and then 300 years later... Irish, Motherfuckers Irish were drunk rolling. for 300 years. <laughs> forgot to invent shit. Jesus. <laughs> or they just forgot to write it down. Yeah, that's so dope. <laughs> they were just hammered all the time. Now, um, well, have you ever had moonshine? 
personally, I think, yeah, I have, but I was, like, really hammered when I did, and that definitely didn't help. <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, it's actually funny. My cousins have a still in West Virginia. Oh, that's cool. And they make moonshine nice. up there in the mountains, and it's just interesting, because, like, I've only seen, I've never seen it, mm-hmm. but I've been to their house before, and it's, like... Their whole entire house is kind of like a history book of alcohol. It's, it's so That's cool. So Definitely like they're not outlaws about it. They're like more like they're so passionate about it. Like what yeah. we're talking about here. Dude, everyone's got a passion. Everyone's, and this stuff is really interesting. This is this doesn't even like touch the surface on like how alcohol has influenced everything. Like yeah. you know Stephen King, the book writer, he would mm-hmm. write his books just blacked out. Like he doesn't remember writing Cujo. And that's one of his like most famous books. Isn't, didn't he also write um like it and all that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he was just coked out, <laughs> coked out and hammered, just writing horror mo- horror okay. films and shit. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> alcohol has also influenced like political decisions and shit. Like the Persians back in the day, uh, they would debate ideas once sober, but then a second time while hammered, in order to determine if it was a good idea or not. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Honestly, that's a good idea. That's probably what every government does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they just, that's probably what we all do. <laughs> they go to Congress for the day jobs. They're just and all hammered. They go to the cocktail parties later. Yeah. They go to those, like, those hidden clubs, and they all get hammered, and then that's when they make uh, make the decisions for us. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, let's let's bomb the fuck out of Syria. Yeah, they just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Oh. Speaking of the U.S. government, uh, they actually alcohol became very widespread in use in the like 20th century, and uh, U.S. government didn't really like that at first. So in the 1920s, Congress passed the Prohibition laws, which banned the making, selling and total use of alcohol throughout the states which totally backfired yeah so that's actually really interesting i um i remember talking about prohibition a couple of years ago with my teacher mm-hmm. and i i always thought it was really interesting because like you know everyone still drank every single person did yeah even the people that banned it they still drank it actually gave uh it gave birth to a lot of like the things in modern society now Gave power to the mobs who controlled the alcohol black market. Uh, rose to power like Scarface and fucking Chicago and all that. Mm-hmm. Gave birth to the Roaring Twenties where everyone just acted like a high schooler with strict parents and got belligerently fucked up anyway and just developed drinking problems. And then it also gave the uh, Kennedy family their wealth because they made money off of selling moonshine. Really? Yeah, they're bootleggers. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Congress finally ended Prohibition in 1933 because the Great Depression was happening. <laughs> Congress was like, you know what? These people, the need, people a need, yeah, need a drink. Yeah, they need a drink, honestly. <laughs> they need this. Very and, true. yeah, that's pretty much the history of alcohol because it's kind of been booming ever since. I think just the moonshining industry is so interesting. Mm-hmm. I watched that. That show. shit used to be illegal for a minute too. Well, it still kind of is. Like I watch that show Moonshiners all the time, and I know it's like that's TV, so yeah, like so it's, it's kind of staged. Be, yeah, 
but I the actual business there's not a lot about it because it's very like underground but it's really cool mm. like I know a couple kids at school that their uncles like are really in the moonshine like a, like a deep south moonshining whole business like empire that's cool. oh it's so awesome still under the table and shit mm-hmm. that's pretty dope last well, time I had moonshine was when I was in West Virginia actually with a couple of my buddies of mine I feel like that'd be very authentic oh yeah I was sick Last time I had moonshine was in Arizona. Really? Yeah, and it was pretty good. It was hard to put down at first. Can I um? Can I try that? Yeah. Take it. Is there any left in here? Uh, I don't know. You can pack in the bowl if you need. Yeah, that's the history of alcohol. For all y'all alcoholics, we want to improve. Uh, impress everyone at your next AA meeting you can pull up these facts <laughs> I mean honestly it's not a bad idea because I feel like talking about it people at AA meetings if they talk about it and stuff the history they might realize that they don't need to like be so ashamed of it and then it could help them become like what it like trigger them to relapse or would it help them accept well I mean I, I kind of <laughs> was looking at it like trigger them to relapse I don't know. Like, hey, man, alcohol ain't that bad. It's not. I guess. I think it's you just gotta balance it out. You gotta, yeah. You know, there's such thin as too much alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It is. I got way too fucked up last night because I was waiting for my friends mm. at my condo, and I just drank way too much, way too quick. I was sprinting, and it was a good <laughs> sprint for a while. Lasted me a good couple hours, and then at a certain point, it tapped then, out. Yeah, you break down. That's what I think. I went on, like, a light jog last night, and it was pretty good. I, like, tried some stand-up. I was, like, real loose. Uh, jokes rolled off the tongue real nicely. And then I just passed the fuck out on the, on the couch. I think I'm a little out of shape in my alcoholic aerobics. <laughs> there was a time in my life where I could put down over 20 beers and I was I was still in shape and it that was so that's amazing like what is this this is 96 calories that's 96 not what's yours try to find it see I'm not 12 fluid ounces. well speaking on alcohol let's um let's talk about our favorite beers and all that okay yeah because I have very I what are your my, tastes? I think my tastes are very good. Okay. Well, what are the type? If we're talking beers, we gotta divide it into the types of beers. So we got IPAs, ales. Like I'm, I mean, I'm really only talking about light beer, because uh, I don't really fuck with IPA. Do you? I don't fuck with IPAs, but I fuck with lagers a lot. The Guinness is a good. Guinness. Is Ah, here we go. I got a... Nah, I like stouts. What is that? It's Irish. Uh, so <laughs> that's like, like Guinness. Malt liquor? I'm, I haven't... Oh, I have had malt liquor when I did the 40. Like a 40? Yeah, 40 mm-hmm. pretty nice. I like that. It's a little bit smoother. According to Ice Cube, it's pronounced 40. 40. 40. <laughs> he said that yeah, in I had to do a... Uh, 
Edward Forty Hands once. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that was a great night. I just remember, like, I accepted the abyss of the blackout, and then I woke back up, and I was just throwing up into a picketed fence. So it was just spraying. <laughs> but I did drink both of them. I had... I was, like, almost done with the first one, and I had to piss so fucking bad. I had to pee really bad today. The water's so goddamn cold. <laughs> I got... And usually the hard parts get into your dick, you know what I mean? For mm-hmm. As a guy... As a guy, I think I can confidently say that almost all of the guys, like, the hardest part... Getting is the getting ocean, the dick wet, getting, yeah. It, like, touches your balls, mm-hmm. and then it just... Just yeah. cocoons your dick and it's like all right that's oh. when you feel re- you really feel how vulnerable you could be is when you get your dick wet and it's in like a cold ocean. yeah you realize <laughs> how much of a bitch you really are because it's like damn that one little thing's gonna fuck me up <laughs> goddamn water but i i got past that today no problem but it was mm-hmm. i couldn't get past my belly button mm. i always freezing. find that if you just fucking dive in head first you're chilling but i don't always want to get like, my head wet and sometimes I'm sometimes I'm just not in the mood for that. Like that's such a big adrenaline rush when you just go right in and yeah. it really hits you the cold. Yeah. I'm, I just can't do that sometimes. That's just a, that's just a natural coke bump right there. Yeah. Diving in the ocean. I don't. Fucking. Right, so what's your favorite light beer then? I'd have to say Miller Light. Miller Light. I like, like Miller Light a lot. Number one, and then underneath that would be Bush Light. Okay, Bush is really big out west. Really? Mm-hmm. It's big where I go in the south. Yeah, it's like um, Bush and Coors because it's right there. Mm-hmm. Coors is big too. Um, Mick, Mick Ultra is very good. Okay. I'd say that's third. So I don't really Bud Light. I'll drink it if I have to. And like Miller Light, I just can't drink Miller Light anymore. You are drinking Miller Light. I mean, I mean, I mean the natural light. Natural light, my bad. bad. Natural light, yeah. Yeah, natural light's kind of... Now I drink it, it's more of a nostalgic, like, oh, this is high school. Mm -hmm. I can't do Keystones, I can't do that, because that was the one that, like, we had to play with, um, so it was just... And Natterdays, I hate Natterdays. Natterdays are gross. I don't know who thought of putting strawberries and beer together, but they should have been fired. They should have a long time ago. My, um, my XX, my... Like two X's ago, mm-hmm. her grandfather loves Keystone. <laughs> oh my God, was like, like, like you know, might have had a problem. But <laughs> no hate or anything. I'm just no judgment. But yeah, but he loved it, and I, I never understood it because I, I I hate it. I hate it so much. My dad would always make fun of me for whenever I asked for like Millers or something. Oh really? Yeah. And then, and know, then finally think... he got me onto the Guinness Blondes. That really? was like the, our middle ground where we can meet on, and uh, those are good. If you just you got to pour them into a glass though, out of a can they're kind of like too compressed. Right. But yeah, you pour it in a glass and it kind of let it sit for a little bit. It's nice, uh, nice relaxing beer. Watch I a bet. game with it. My girlfriend found some Guinness Blondes in Arizona. I don't know how she did it, but she found some and she like the Guinness Brewery is right here in Baltimore. Yeah, but I was out in Arizona. Okay. So, like, blondes are usually, like, a, a Maryland particular yeah. thing. Cause they have the flag and everything. I don't know how, but she found some when she was, like, grocery shopping. And she was, like, happy birthday, motherfucker. That's awesome. <laughs> so great. I love those. What a gift. Mm-hmm. I got a gift when I was at school. I got some... 
burger cookies. Ooh, I get burger cookies in like my care packages. Those are very good. Very nice. I always like sharing them with people. And then I always share my Old Bay products. I've had like um, Old Bay Cheetos. I would give those to people. I had Old Bay on my keys. Oh, that's dope. I got a portable Old Bay thing on my keys. Because what I would do, I don't know if y'all have it at Arizona, but um, Arizona, you go to Arizona State, correct? Yeah, I'm at the Arizona State. Sun Devils? Or uh-huh. Okay. I always get those two mixed up. A lot of people do. Because Ole Miss, my school, we're playing Arizona right now in baseball. Okay. And um, the World Series. But um, we a lot of kids get crawfish like that's just a, what a lot of kids get at the bar interesting and it's it's the best that's I a very think. mississippian it's, thing right there it's just so good to eat because it's not too full like it doesn't mm-hmm. fill you up like make you feel fucking fat and shit but um it's just like that's why i like crabs because you yeah. can eat a shit ton yeah, exactly. and still be yeah. good but it was awesome i'd bring my old bay on my keys to the oh. bar I would bring my Old Bay to the, like, cafeteria and throw it on the fries and shit. And then, yeah, I I just throw Old Bay on everything. My girlfriend hates it because she'll, like, make, like, some, like, shrimp, like, scampi. And she's, like, Italian, so she's really particular about her pastas and shit. And then I'll just be like, this is great, but you know what it's missing? Some Old Bay. And I go to the cabinet, pull it out, and throw it on her. And she's like, god damn it, you're ruining it. I'm like, nope, I'm improving it. That's funny. This one. Yo, what's good, Jason? It's good. How are we doing? How are we doing? You know what happened to my bowl piece? Dude, I I literally woke up at like 10 a.m. And that thing was like, the bomb was on the ground. It could have been me, honestly. I got up like hammered probably like five times during the night. I have no idea. But um, I can buy you another one if you want. It was probably me, honestly, getting up. But I just woke up and it was like on the ground shattered. I was like, oh, damn. And I was like. I, it was a mystery for me. I'm Eric. This time. Up, oh, this uh, is Eric, by Jason, the way. How you doing? Oh, I just went surfing. It was crazy. How was it? So choppy and hectic. Really? Yeah, it's like so windblown. Do you have a? Do you have your board here with you? Yeah, it's in my car. What kind of board is it? I have like um, like mine's like a six foot uh like soft top three fin. Okay. And then I was using my friend's board, and that's like. He has a, um, a fiberglass one, okay. and that one is like 5'10", a lot shorter, and fiberglass, so okay, yeah. I was trying his out, but <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Damn. Crazy. Well, I'm probably freezing, too. Oh, yeah. I was out there earlier, and it was really fucking cold. Yeah, I had my wetsuit on, like my spring wetsuit, and I was mm-hmm. still a little chilly, because like, I just got so destroyed, and then my the back, because I have a back zip. It okay. just like came all the way open, and Ooh. all the water just goes. Oh, it just flushed like, in. Yeah, at that point you're like, might as well take it off. Right? I was definitely cold as fuck. Uh, well, this was a good segment. We'll be back about debate of alcohol versus weed after these couple messages. Okay. So for this third segment of the episode, I'm with my friend Carl. Carl, say hi. What's up? And today we will be talking about. An ageless debate between humans on the preference of the indication of intoxication, the weed versus alcohol debate, marijuana versus mimosas, weed versus wine, cannabis versus cans of beer, which one's your preference, which one's the healthiest for you, which one's the most fun, which one's the best in certain scenarios. We're going to be talking about it all, guys. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to explore a lot of things. But this is all hypotheticals because, you know, 
legally we haven't done any of this shit yet. We haven't done it. Yeah. Just thinking about what it would be yeah. like. Exactly. So keep that in mind as we talk about it. And if we if it sounds like we're talking them in the past, that's because we've really thought about this in depth. and in depth. And we think about it so much that it's it just feels like we've lived through those thoughts and experiences in such a hypothetical mind, in such a, such a hypothetical concept that we can relate to it like it was reality. But it wasn't. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. All right. So, high or drunk, certain scenarios. Um, would you rather be high or would you rather be drunk at a wedding? Not your wedding, but like just a family relative's wedding. wedding. Definitely, definitely drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just exactly. time to celebrate. Yeah. One, it's a lot easier to access the alcohol because of the yeah. open bar yeah. and shit. I remember I went to a, I went to a wedding. It was a dry wedding. It was like that side of my family was like super like Christian. Like I think they were Baptists, so like they weren't really into drinking. And um, my like aunts and uncles uh, just tailgated it in the fucking parking lot. We just got hammered, and right before, like, snuck in flasks and shit, and that was fun. I didn't get hammered because I was 15, but then the wedding after that, there was an open bar, and me and my cousin Patty, he was the same age as me, we were doing the math on the older cousins and who's going to get married next and shit. We realized that this was the last one where um, we hypothetically could have drank. So we hypothetically... (laughs) went about and uh, asked certain relatives, the cool ones, to get us drinks. They would if they did. they say, fuck off if they didn't want to. And then finally, I said, you know what, Patty, fuck it. I'm just going to go up to the bar. So what did you talk about? I'm like, I think I, I think I can do it. I'm, de- I'm dressed in a tie. I haven't seen them ID anyone. Everyone's shit-faced already. I'm shit-faced. I'm going to fucking do it. So I go up to her. I'm like, um, can I get uh, can I get one Roman, one Roman Coke, please? Yeah. She's like, yeah. What type? I'm like, oh, just not a lot would be fine. And she's like, no, honey. What type of rum do you want? <laughs> I'm just like, uh, Malibu. <laughs> she just makes it without even looking at my face. Like she just doesn't even look up. She just makes the whole thing, and then just hands it to me. I'm like, holy shit. I feel like I had the Holy Grail just in my hand. But yeah, that was that was a fun time. So I'd definitely say drunk. Yeah, definitely drunk for a wedding. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would, being high for a wedding would be fun, but you just get way too caught up in, like, the music, and you just want to talk with everyone, and um, weddings aren't really for talking, you know? It's kind of like two people show, everyone kind of just watches and just goes through the, the mass, and yeah. then just get shit-faced afterwards. Yeah. You don't need to be high for that. Alright, next scenario. A funeral. Would you rather be high for a funeral or would you still want to be drunk? Uh, for the actual funeral, I'm staying sober, but I think after the funeral, a good way to kind of like like relax and de-stress, you know, is you smoke a little joint, oh, a little yeah. group of people from the funeral, and kind of just like reminisce a little bit. Because the... Be a good way to finish it. The marijuana would also heavily influence, like, the stories told. Because exactly. people would, you know... Elaborate. Yeah, elaborate yeah. and talk and think about funny things. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, when you're high and you think about shit, and you think about it in a different perspective than yeah. usual. Yeah, definitely. 
And being drunk at funerals are also kind of fun, but you also are way too emotional. You know, you get sloppy crying and shit like yeah, that. Exactly. You don't want that. Also, throwing up at a funeral just makes the day a whole lot oh, more sadder. Yeah. Definitely, It'd be way worse. <laughs> I tailgated my great grandmother's funeral. My gosh. With the same relatives that tailgated the wedding. Oh my lord. <laughs> it's honestly just a tradition now. <laughs> Alright, day at the pool. Would you rather be high or drunk for a day at the pool? Uh, if it's like a pool party, you know, a bunch of people around, it's like a fun environment, and like, I'm probably going to be drinking, but if it's just like, you know, if I'm taking the kids to the pool, mm -hmm. and I'm just sitting there in the lounge chair all day, I'm going to, you know, smoke a joint before, Oh, definitely. and just chill on that chair with my sunglasses on, and either just sleep or like, be on my phone, I don't know, yeah. something. I feel like if you're, if you want to like suntan and shit, definitely be high. Yeah. Because then you can just lay and fall asleep. Yeah. But if you're like actively splashing, or splashing around. Going or off the diving board. Day with friends yeah. on the board. You definitely want to be a little bit more drunk, a little more tipsy. Yeah. Especially, I'm definitely assuming if I'm at the pool, I'm playing beer die. Oh, definitely. Because a perfect game, a perfect pool day side. for die is a perfect day for the pool. Yeah, definitely. And that's just a perfect way to day drink. Yeah. All right. But, in contraire, on the other side of the coin, day at the beach, I'd rather be high off of an edible. Yeah. So once again, I'm suntan and I'm just on the beach. That's kind of it. I'd rather just be high as fuck. And then, if I want to wander in the ocean, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Nice. And that's just like, the high, the high from the edible would be hours. So that's just the whole day for you, yeah, you know? Definitely. All right. Doctor's appointment. Would you, rather, would you rather be high or drunk at a doctor's appointment? Probably probably still drunk. Doctor's appointment. I don't know. You'd be a lot more friendlier. I guess. Social with the, like, the receptionist and stuff. And, like, the front desk. One feel shot. Know. Yeah, exactly. If I'm getting a free shot, four yeah, exactly. I won't feel it going in. What's another won't shot? Bad. I just don't know if there's any health risk getting a like flu shot when you're hammered. Oh. Like, yeah, I have no idea. Maybe that's like the secret to vaccines: is like get alcohol already in the system, then you put in the germs, gets the germs drunk, they just die. Yeah, I think that works. I think that science checks out on that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'd rather be high at a doctor's appointment. One, I'd already be like super friendly with the doc, and then I'd also be paranoid. And once I just start thinking of like my health risks and stuff, I can just really elaborate. And yeah, might be like overstaying it. Like be like, dude, my knee's been hurting every single time I bend it too much. Like, well, maybe you should stop bending it. Then. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> I definitely get more information if you're high. So I was drunk for that. I'm just trying to get out of there. Keep, keep it going. <laughs> just keep it going. Keep it rolling. I make a. That'd be funny. So going on errands. All right. Would you rather on errands, like running errands to the store? Would you rather be drunk or high? Either way, I'm not buying what I need to be buying. <laughs> I don't think it even matters. Both, they both be the same. Because if I'm in there high, I'm looking for food. If I'm in there drunk, I'm looking for food. So I will say. I think the bags that you're taking when you're drunk are a lot closer to the entrance of the store because it's a lot more in and out. Yeah. When you're high, you're wandering through yeah. and you're like, man, what do I really want? You're yeah. attracted to the pretty colors in the, in the yeah. back. 
and then you get lost, and then you're like, holy shit. Yeah, you go to Walmart high. You're in every every single aisle. So, oh, yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're in the foreign food section, and you're just eating, like, jalapeno M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Sunday sermon at church. Would you rather be high or drunk? Uh, probably high. Like this, to embrace the sermon more. You'd think about mm-hmm. it more, I guess. Yeah, you'd be much more open to the message, shit like that. You can get your own interpretation. Yeah. We'll say uh, being drunk, you could. Uh, I think you could get a lot more into the worship. Yeah, you know, and, a lot and the music the too. Rhythm and flow of it. Yeah. If I, if I was drunk at church, I'd be singing my heart out. <laughs> well, <laughs> have you seen those Catholics? <laughs> yeah. They love them choirs. Uh, and then the last scenario is a sporting event. Oh, drunk for sure. Mm, no matter what. Even if I'm watching sports on TV or in person, I want to be drunk while I'm there. Mm-hmm. Just get yeah. so into it. Yeah, it makes the games yeah. more exciting. And when you're drunk, it's easy. I feel like it's like, you're like just... Whatever you're watching, if you're watching, you're gonna be locked in, yeah, exactly. and like, just I mean, Ravens games, drunk, so much fun, so much fun. I think when you're drunk, you just love conflict so much more. Yeah. So it entices you, and you're yeah. like, holy shit, it's great. Like, yeah. Like, Fuck yeah, it. you get pumped up, you get enthused. Like when you, when you're high and you see conflict, you're just like, hey man. Yeah. Are those guys fighting in the cage? Can't they just talk it out? Yeah. <laughs> I still like it when I'm high though too. Oh for yeah. sure. That's I, just more of just me personally. I, think I have I have been high for like sports games too and it's still a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'll be on my phone more, I won't be as like focused. Yeah. Unless I'm betting on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm locked in no matter what. <laughs> yeah. I'd say yeah, alcohol makes it a lot more interactive. Definitely I definitely ride me uh drunk too. So that's it for the scenarios. Uh, now we get to talk about the actual debate of it all, uh, health-wise. So which one do you think is better for your health? Probably weed. I would also less, say less, I feel like less, like, serious medical issues with weed. Mm-hmm. I'd say if we're going to go off of, like, kind of Yeah, weed's pros are anti-inflammatory. Helps with pain and, like, back pain and all that helps with anxiety or depression but it also can help increase anxiety and depression yeah it's kind of a double-edged sword it's person to person yeah you kind of have to the problem with with substances and stuff like that you have to be mindful about not just how much you're taking but how how much you're taking is affecting you and how that interacts with your mindset and how you feel about your life because if you feel shit about your life and you're taking eight bong hits in the morning, it might be affecting that. You never know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're the thing is, if with with weed, if you're worried about like your lungs, like if you don't want to smoke it, you can always take edibles, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. It's a nice yeah. like. Yeah, I'd say edibles are the healthiest option. Um, I've all of them. Like the worst, the absolute worst thing that we could do. For you health wise, is give you schizophrenia. Yeah. Yeah, because like no one can overdose off of weed. Yeah. You're not like. That's kind of just it. But there is like some like uh, predispositions, and if schizophrenia like runs in your family, 
um, smoking too much weed can help incite it when you're, because schizophrenia only hits you when you're like 25 to 35. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's later in your life. So you can have a perfectly normal life, then some fucked up shit happens, you know, and then as that fucked up shit happens, you're just smoking more and more weed, and that, like, feeds into the mental illness. Yeah. And that's circle spirals, and next thing you know, you think the government is wanting to betray you, you're in a buffalo suit, and yeah. you're in the Capitol building. You know? Yeah. Uh, now, that's not to say that weed's bad for you, but I would say that guy... I, I don't know him specifically, but the hypothetical dude that I'm talking about, he was imbalanced with his weed use and just you know yeah that's why he fucked up yeah so it's it's all it runs back to you you know you're responsible for your own actions yeah. the weed doesn't control you it ain't a fucking puppeteer yeah you know? and on the flip side alcohol's just bad and there's so many Americans out here just drinking themselves to death yeah. Not me with alcohol. It's like it can't kill you in like one sitting. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's crazy. a there's a really good Nick Cage movie. I forget what it's called, but the concept of it is it's Nick Cage just hates his fucking life. I think he caught his wife cheating on him or something. So he just decides to end it all by just going to Las Vegas and he's drinking himself to death. He's like, this is the way I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Because Las Vegas will let you do it. <laughs> So he goes and just spends all of his money on gambling, hookers, and booze. And as the movie progresses, he just gets slowly, slowly just decays as the alcohol is like... At the beginning, he's just wild and free, just fucking partying and shit. And then as he's slow... the lit, He's literally drinking himself to death. Like he's yeah. been an alcoholic heavyweight this entire time. This is like his swan song. Jeez. And yeah, he died in the end. But it's like really good to watch the... Progression. Decay of it, yeah. yeah. The benefits, though, of alcohol are um, to the antioxidants. Yeah, antioxidants makes yeah. you feel good. Uh, a little bit of it, you know, keeps you flowing. Keeps uh, I think it's really good for your social health for the most part. Yeah. Um, it helps you get along with people. And yeah. If, like you've seen people that like don't drink at all. And they're just secluded. They only care about themselves. They don't yeah. wanna. They just think just about that. Like, work look at the Mormons. Alcohol is <laughs> uh, definitely a good way to de-stress. Mm-hmm. Just socialize. Yeah, and you learn how to get along. Yeah. Uh, all right, and that kind of leads it into out for fun, the fun side of the debate. Where which one do you think is more fun? And we'll define fun as just like a hype time, like kind of what you see in the movies. Yeah, of alcohol like, for sure. Definitely alcohol. Yeah. I think weed, weed's a good time to have fun, like more passively, because <coughs> you always have a good time. You always bond with whoever you're smoking with. Um, you get to really enjoy like art and creative things when you're high. Yeah. But that's kind of just more of a personal thing. Um, but when you ha- want to have fun with a huge group of people and just enjoy the moment, I go to alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's like parties. It's the liquid courage. It makes yeah. you feel like you're on top of the world. Yeah. And all that shit. Um. And then what would you say your personal preference if you had to choose? Probably alcohol. Especially now like at the beach. 
just like the tackle vibe down here, but also I mean like in like in college too, like like I wouldn't want to just be only smoking all the time. If I had to choose like what to give up, one probably it'd be weed. Yeah. I'd say for me personally, I'd choose weed because one, I perform better when I'm uh, high than when I'm drunk. I also like being. I can handle being high more than yeah. I can be drunk. Drunk is great and all, but there is a price that comes with it the next morning. Yeah. And I don't like definitely. cashing that check every week. I like cashing it, you know, every, yeah. like, bi-weekly, bi-weekly or so. Yeah. Uh, and then also, alcohol is just more expensive, too. It is more expensive. I'd rather, I'm just kind of cheap. <laughs> there's more weed, uh, there's more bang for your buck when you got bud. Yeah, it is tough hitting that liquor store every day. <laughs> Takes a toll on my wallet. But to end this debate in the three sides of the coin perspective, you, know, you got alcohol on one side, weed on another. They're both great, and they both have pros and cons on their own. But to balance it all, I would say the best way to go about it is to be crossfaded. Yeah. Especially during dangers. I love... That's perfect way of how I balance out my weed and alcohol uses. I start the day off just drinking like 10 a.m. So then I do that and I also hydrate uh, until I see the sun go down. Then once I see the sun start going down, start looking for weed either in dab pens or my own personal stuff and then get good little cross going, go into the night, find the after parties that are going on and I just let my drunkenness wear off and then I'm just high for the rest of the night. Have a good time then go to bed. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, like, I usually prefer to smoke toward, like, the end of the day kind of thing. Like, that's what I finish all my mind on. So it's a good way to decompress. Drink. Yeah. Especially if I'm, like, a little group. You guys just all, like, like, not too big. And you guys all just go somewhere. Yeah. Token up a little bit. And just relax at the end of the night. I like that. I might go do that later. But anyway, that's a good way to end the debate. Good way to end the episode. Yeah. So, thank you all for listening. And uh, stay tuned for next week's. It should be interesting. And uh, stay high.